clarity, reason, common sense, all things the left has left behind. This is Radio in High Resolution. And now, a man whose view of the world is a worldview that is worlds better than most worldviews in the world, your host, Pastor Kurt. God bless you. This is Pastor Kurt. Grateful that you're paying attention and starting to share what we're doing on the show. It's uh, it's making a profound difference. People are sh- sharing it. Uh, they're talking about the show, and that's uh, that's great news. That's the, that's why we're doing what we're doing. Uh, we live in interesting times. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and this is a show that brings uh, sobering truth. And when I say sobering truth, I'm really meaning the sobering truth of the Word of God uh, to events that are happening today because I believe with all my heart that we're racing towards the end time. I don't know when the end time is. I'm not a date setter. All I know is is that from a biblical standpoint and a prophetic standpoint, we are racing towards these days where we will see the Messiah come on on the scene. Uh, For myself, I believe he'll be returning for the second time to my Jewish friends. Uh, They believe that he'll be coming for the first time. Um, But uh, as we often have said, there's, uh, there's uh, times that we'll be walking the streets of Jerusalem uh, together and uh, with my Jewish friends arm in arm, and one of us is going to have to apologize to the other. And I always tell my Jewish friends with a lot of love, I can't wait to get their apology. So with that, I want to get to today's top story. Today's top story is, is really the announcement of President uh, Trump's uh, uh, a pick for Supreme Court Justice, the nominee, uh, uh, Judge uh, Brett Kanavaugh. And uh, by all indications, he's, he's a spectacular uh, pick. Uh, couldn't be more happy. He's a, a faithful man. He happens to be Catholic. He's, he's faithful to the word. He spends, he, he reminds me of what would be our neighbors, um, you know, the, the ones that would uh, go out and help the needy and be a participant in church and those types of things. And, and that's, a, that's a great thing to see uh, happen on the Supreme Court. And it's obviously going to change the court for many, many years. Quite frankly, I think if President Trump is elected to a second term, he'll probably have at least one more uh, pick on the Supreme Court um, before, uh, before his tenure is up as president. But the protest that's been coming against um, uh, this particular judge, Judge Cannavale, is is unprecedented already. I mean, they were the the left was at an absolute frenzy last night, and mostly about the fact that they believe that he is going to overturn Roe v. Wade, which, for me, I would love to see that happen because I believe abortion is an abomination to God. I believe that abortions, that uh, that the numbers that they're reporting that have taken place with abortions here in the United States, the United States since Roe v. Wade, are are skewed. I don't think they're accurate. I believe that the numbers are closer to 64 million babies have been destroyed. 64 million babies since Roe v. Wade. The numbers are even more staggering as you look across the world. Uh, with with abortion, but I believe abortion is murder, and uh, I believe uh, abortion uh, that uh, life begins at conception, and uh, and every every single one of these babies uh, have been crying out, and and I think there's going to be a day of reckoning with that with our our Lord and Savior, 
and I and I don't think so. I, I happen to know so. But the protest that was coming out was so vile last night. I wanted to run you just a quick little piece of the video of some of the video that uh, that came from the pro- protesters. They were at the Supreme Court justice. You'll notice even by some of the signage, they had some signs must have been pre made up for between the four justices. They obviously had to spend a bunch of money to make sure that they had the right one at the right time. Um, but uh, they're coming uh, They're coming locked and loaded and ready to take on this particular nominee. But uh, uh, please do your own research on this particular judge. This particular judge uh, is, has a stellar reputation. And my prayer would be is that, uh, that they would not run him and his family uh, through the mud but they would judge him based upon his actions on the court and uh, realize that this is a man that understands our Constitution. Our Constitution was something, and I, I, I like to compare our, the Constitution of the United States to our Bible. And the reason why I like to do that is because I believe every word written in this Bible that's on my desk was, was Holy Spirit-inspired, written by Jewish hands, and is the living, breathing Word of God. And the reason why I say the living, breathing Word of God is because you don't read it as much as it reads you. And that, that's why a lot of people won't read their Bible, because it convicts them. They don't want to change. They want to stay as they are. And so, therefore, they flee from this, this, this document, this history book we call the Bible, because every word in it is absolute truth. And I would say it's a sobering truth for most. The Constitution, I feel, was documented by men, mostly those of faith, not all, but mostly those of faith, that had an idea for a nation, a, a nation that would prosper, that would be one nation under God. And this Constitution, how, how many people are now interpreting the Constitution because societies change all the time. They believe it's a living, breathing document that should just change as the times go. But this is a document that is so rare and so special and so unique. It's not anywhere close to the Word of God, but I will tell you that it's a document that should be understood and read as it was written. In other words, every word matters. Every word written by men that were so knowledgeable at the time knew how to say things and how to write them down in such a way that they would stand the test of time. And that's been the greatness of our, of our United States. No other nation has prospered like we have as a nation. But we now have this society today that's gone so far to the left, so far away from the Word of God, they're saying these incredibly vile things. And here's some of the protesters last night uh, from the Supreme Court as uh, Judge Kavanaugh was announced. As a young woman, it is terrifying thinking that I could live in a world where my reproductive rights and my general health rights could be controlled by a conservative government that doesn't have my best interest at mind and doesn't really understand what I could go through were Roe v. Wade to be revoked. Well, I think 
it's important to fight for our rights and with the new conservative justice who's going to serve for life, which means a lot for a young person like me, I want to make sure that the freedoms that I have today are protected for the rest of my life because I'm a young gay woman and I want to feel free and safe in this country. The bottom line is our civil and human rights are on the line. We have health care that hangs in the balance. We have LGBTQ rights that hang in the balance. We have reproductive justice that hangs in the balance. We have equality for everybody that hangs in the balance. So the bottom line is whatever happens with the Supreme Court happens to us as a country. And we can't just sit idly by as Trump takes over the Supreme Court. Are you ready for a fight? Are you ready to defend Roe versus Wade? There they are on the Supreme Court steps, chanting, yelling, and screaming for the ability to destroy human life. I want you to think about that for a minute. Think about the depravity of this. There was a recent uh, Pew poll that just came out, and Pew polls are always very accurate. Uh, they're, they're one of the leaders when it comes to kind of having a... a uh, sort of a pulse on what's happening across America. And uh, the, this recent poll was, uh, is that said that, that we are witnessing a religious shift in, that is unprecedented in size and scope in American history. With each passing year, it says that the, pass, the, the percentage of Americans that claim no religious affiliation is growing. And this trend is especially pronounced among our young people. If things continue to steadily move in this direction, it's going to have an enormous implication on the future of our society. The United States was founded by people that were extremely committed to their faith. And now we are rapidly becoming a nation where people are choosing no religion at all. We live at a time in America where there is a mass exodus from the Christian churches and while it's true that some smaller faiths are growing, the reality of the matter is, is that most people, most, are leaving and remaining unaffiliated with any church at all. According to the Pew poll that back, it goes back to 1991, only 6% of Americans in 1991 were unaffiliated with the church. But today that number has now shot up to 25%. The most dramatic change during this time period has been amongst the young people. If you go all the way back to 1986, just 10% of Americans in general in the, in the 18 to 29-year-old uh, group were unaffiliated. Today, that number has skyrocketed to 39%. And just because millennials claim that, that religious affiliation is some sort, uh, some sort does, not, does not mean that they're attending church, they're not, folks. Churches are empty. Now, we see a lot going on here in South Texas, and we see a lot of people coming to church, but, but if you go across the nation, churches are empty. In fact, the study of the Pew Research Center discovered that only 27% of millennials now say that they are attending a religious service on a weekly basis. And not all of those are attending religious services that are Christian churches. Some of those people are now going to mosques. Some are going to synagogues. Some are involved in the Mormon church. It's going on and on and on. 
And ever since the, the decline of marriage, not only is the decline of marriage going down in our younger folks, but also they ha- are having fewer children as a result. And if we ever hope to restore this constitutional republic that our founders once established, we must return to Christian values, the Christian principles that this nation was founded upon. It's the thing that made us so great was the faith in the founders of our nation that believed in the word of God. Any other approach is simply not going to work. Now, I want to give you one very crude, crude example. There's a woman that you are probably aware of. She's a comedian. She came out um, a couple of months ago, kind of came on the scene. She was at the uh, uh, the the, the press conference uh, a dinner in Washington, D.C., where she came after a, a press secretary, Sanders. And uh, she's now been given a show called The Break on uh, Netflix. And it's as vile. In fact, most of what she had to say about abortion, I could not even put on a video for you to see. It was so incredibly vile. But she comes out with a salute to abortion. Now, I want to I run just this brief clip of that, and then I want to talk to you about what Paul told us, what would come in the last days. America for having an abortion and killing God forgive them because I know they know not what they do either through ignorance or absolute stupidity I, I, I we're seeing a decline in America that we've never seen before and it's getting worse by the moment but it was not something that should catch us off guard as Christians because it was one of the final events of prophecy that Paul gave us that would happen uh, just before the return of Christ. And uh, if you want to look at your Bibles yourself, you can go to 2 Timothy, the second chapter. I'm sorry, not 2 Timothy, uh, 2 Thessalonians, the uh, second chapter. Uh, I often think of 2 Timothy, the third chapter, because Paul told us there, just before he was, he was uh, put to death, that men would become lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, all of those things. That starts in the third chapter. I'm not going to go there, but that kind of gives you an idea of the depravity of people on where we are today. But he gave us this one thing, and it was about the apostasy that was going to be happening in the church. And in 2 Thessalonians, in the second chapter, starting at verse 1, 
Paul says this, he says, Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, that are gathering together to him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled, either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of Christ had come. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition. Paul was telling us very clearly here that there was going to be such a falling away of the church uh, that, that these perilous times would eventually come, as he spoke of in Second Timothy. He was telling us very clearly that people would be walking away from the church, and that's exactly what's happening. But he was telling us that the day of our Lord coming, that this event would happen first, and then our Lord would come. That's how close we are to seeing the return of Christ. He goes on to tell us in, in, starting in the same chapter, and starting at verse 9, he says that the coming of lawlessness, the lawless one, is according to the, work, the workings of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusions that they should, be, that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. I could have gone on and told you so much more. I can just tell you this, that in Scripture, he does finish up this chapter in starting in verse 13, where he tells us this to stay fast, to steadfast. He says, but we are bound to give thanks to God always for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God, from the beginning, chose you for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and belief in the truth, to which he called you by our gospel for the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you feel the way that I do about all these things that are going on in society today, and you feel this understanding that you were chosen and elected by God we should start looking up we should start recognizing that our Lord and Savior is just about to come how much worse this is going to get I don't know it could get a whole lot worse but when you think about people protesting to kill more babies and to kill them as quickly as they possibly can I think you should be looking for our Lord and Savior because the apostasy has come. He tells us uh, the seven churches in Revelation, he, he simply tells us that the Laodicea church would be a church that is neither hot nor cold. God goes on to say, for I wish you were either hot nor cold, but because you weren't, God uses some of the worst language that we ever hear in our Bible where God simply says, because you were neither hot nor cold, I will vomit you out of my mouth, says the word of God. I, I think 
we're in very difficult times, and we need to be prayerful for our nation. We need to be prayerful for our families. We need to make sure that they are in sync and they have a sense of what's really happening in our world today. And my prayer is, is that you'll do that. In fact, I close every show with a blessing, and that blessing always comes from the bottom of my heart to each and every one of you that have the ears to be able to receive it. And, 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 and I hope that you, when you receive this blessing, that you'll be able to share this story with other people that hopefully will be able to bless them. Because if we don't get this word out, we're facing a nation that's going to be lost. Now may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. And may the Lord be gracious unto you and give you his peace. May each and every day you understand the word of God. Asking God to give you the ears to hear and the eyes to see. To know that murder of anyone is wrong. But to the children, it is an abomination. And God will have his vengeance on those. But I pray that they would wake up and they would not see that day of judgment come to them. But if they do not change, that judgment is coming. Father, I ask for this blessing over their lives, over my life. That, Father, that you would guide us and direct us in all we do. And know that we love you, giving you always, Father, the praise and glory. We do so in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You're listening to High Resolution Radio. Make sure you go to High Resolution Radio on Facebook. Right now, there's a lot of things that are happening in Israel. I'm going to be talking about it very soon. Uh, there's, uh, there's Iranians, uh, generals, that have been told that they're just about ready to unleash a, a war uh, on Israel like never before. So stay tuned. I'll have that story for you coming up very soon. So go to High Resolution. It's the Drudge page of the Middle East. Also, go to highresolutionradio.com and learn more about what you're doing. And if you'd like to support us and help us as we try to continue to get these podcasts out, uh, we, would, we would appreciate it if God has called you to do so. God bless you, and God willing, we'll see you very soon. Well, you've been listening to High Resolution Radio with your host, Pastor Kurt. Now that you know what he thinks, tell him what you think by dropping him a line at highresolutionradio.com or High Resolution Radio on Facebook. He values your opinion and your feedback as he teaches in a brand new way. As always, we appreciate your support of this broadcast with your financial contribution and by sharing this message with your friends. To donate now and be a part of our global online community, visit highresolutionradio.com and click on the Donate Now button. Now that you're armed with knowledge, go out and fight the good fight. And until next time, stay sane, everyone.